0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com
1: for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: This is Inside
1: Purple and Gold. Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani, alongside Tom Schreier. He was at the Green Bay game yesterday in Lambeau, the massacre, (laughs) 41-17. Um, he will be driving back this afternoon and Tom Schreier will be in the target center to watch probably another massacre tonight when the Timberwolves host <laughs> the Denver Nuggets. So if we're trying to figure out a common thread yeah. in, in Vikings or Minnesota sports, it, it's probably Tom. So,
0: yeah, but Tom was
1: there yesterday, 41, 17 loss for the Vikings um, the Vikings dropped from the two seed to the three seed in the process because the San Francisco 49ers continue to win under Brock Purdy, under Big yeah. Cock Brock. They yeah. can't lose. And now they're the two seed. The Vikings are the three seed. Tom hinted at it in segment one. Like the Vikings might not have a lot to play for next week, but also they probably have to try and win because if they win and the Niners lose, if, if Brock Purdy's, Porsche or lock runs out and they lose to the Cardinals who, by the way, will be quarterbacked by David Blau, former practice squad player on the Vikings. The threads are there. A Vikings yeah. practice squad player knocks off the Niners. The Vikings lock up the two seed next week with the win over the bears. Uh, unlikely. I think even if the yeah. Vikings win and beat the bears, I, the Niners are rolling. They're running hot right now. They're a super talented team. And as much as I joke about Brock Purdy being, Lucky right now and, and, and in a mm-hmm. fortunate situation, he's been really, really good. So I think the loss to the Packers yesterday essentially locks the Vikings into the number three seed, which isn't the worst thing in the world because, Tom, who would you rather play? The Packers or the Lions or maybe even the Seahawks? I, I need to work on the what number seven seed.
0: Yeah, because it's Seahawks, Lions yeah. or Packers. Yeah, Seahawks,
1: team. Lions, or Packers can be the seven seed right now, but essentially yeah. if the Packers win, they're in. So the Packers are the only team that control their own destiny. The Packers will yeah. play the Lions next week. It's hard for me to bet against Aaron Rodgers at this point with the way they're rolling. Would you rather play the Packers as a two seed hosting the seven seed? Or would you rather play the Giants as the three seed hosting the sixth seed?
0: Giants. I mean, I think what you gotta worry about with the Giants is I think people don't understand what regression is. <laughs> we have something on zone coverage explaining it, but like, it's not that like the Vikings got lucky. You know, I think when they were losing to the Colts, people were like, all oh, the re- regressions happening at once. It's like, well, no, they just, the Vikings have just been playing really poorly, but right. <laughs> that's why they got down at half uh, to this really bad Colts team. But um, regression is more just because the Vikings have won 11 games by one score. It doesn't mean they'll win at 12, right? You can look at it anecdotally and go, well, they, they, they're building calluses. They've been in the situation before. They have veteran leaders. Uh, O'Connell's calm and, 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 you know, you don't have the Zimmer effect where guys get tight or whatever. But um, that's all fair and good from a mathematical perspective. It's just just because you beat the Giants by one score, just because you beat these other teams by one score, does not mean that you'll do it again, right? And so that matters if we're talking about a playoff game and that's, that matchup is still scary because Debo's coaching him well. He's gotten whatever you can out of daniel jones and because regression might bite them in a situation where the vikings don't have a chance to redeem themselves right regression bites you in the first round you don't get to go to the second round um however that's not as scary as a packers team that just pummeled you right pummeled you in uh lambo and i understand that game would be in minnesota but i think we have to look at that packers game correctly I don't understand why Lafleur took the ball out of Rogers' hands in the fourth and one sequence there. I'm not saying for sure they would score, but I think they have a better chance. Watson catches that touchdown early, right? That's seven. I mean, that game wasn't as lopsided. We look at that as lopsided because that's the only game that the Vikings have won by more than one score. But it really wasn't as lopsided as you think. I think the Packers would have a chance to come in and upset, and that's the worst way for this season to end. It's not much better if bought coaches O'Connell and that, and they kind of enact revenge. But at, at the very least, the Vikings have a blueprint on how to beat the Giants. They are an inferior team. I mean, to be honest, if you really want to project forward here, right? Everyone's worried about going to San Francisco as they should be. There's still memories of the last time they played a playoff game there. But um, honestly, if I'm San Francisco, I'm worried about the Packers. Like, I think the Packers are a scary, scary 500 team. I know that's really, really funny to say. But I don't know who wants to play them right now. They look in form, right? And so um, this is such a better situation for the Vikings, and they should take care of the Giants, assuming, again, this is where everyone kind of thoughts it.
1: Yeah, you read my mind, Tom, because that's where I was kind of getting at. Like,
0: uh,
1: hands down, 100 times out of 100, I'd rather play the Giants than the Packers right now, given the past couple of weeks and also just looking at roster construction. Um, I think the Giants are... A well coached team with a roster that still needs some help. I think the Packers, on the other hand, are a team that is seasoned, went through a rough stretch, leaves a lot to be desired on the defensive side of the ball. But Mm -hmm. as far as playoff proven, you know, grit, like they have it. So I, I would much rather play the Giants than the Packers. But you read my mind in the sense of the Vikings dropping from two to three. Is concerning because it means if the Vikings win and the Niners win, instead of hosting the 49ers, you are now traveling to go play the 49ers. Mm -hmm. But if the Vikings win and the Packers win, which is not out of the realm of possibility, like you said, like if I was the 49ers and I was playing again, Brock Purdy, he's been great. But if I was playing my third string quarterback, a guy who was the last pick in the NFL draft, a guy who started this season on the practice squad, and I was going to have to play Aaron Rodgers in a playoff game, i wouldn't feel great about that the 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 niners roster much better than the packers but the quarterback thing matters and i think in a playoff game we've seen and 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 vikings fans know what kenny clark can do up front like if you can get some interior pressure if you can kind of panic the quarterback early and then we see jair alexander in the way he's playing the secondary looks much improved guys in the you know linebacking corps quay walker's been good devondre campbell's been good like me and Tom did the whole list everyone on the on yeah, the let's just
0: talk guys. The yeah.
1: <laughs> they have a lot of good players. So like the Packers are not a talentless team that led by just some quarterback. They're a very good team that hit a really, really rough patch in the middle of the year. So I would not want to play the Packers. I said that in segment, you know, at the beginning of this segment. There's a world in which the Vikings dropping from two to three doesn't really matter. Because if they drop from two to three and if the Niners lose, they will host a divisional playoff game against, yes, the Green Bay Packers. And I think that would be objectively the funniest timeline, win or lose. Like either you beat the Packers to go to the NFC Championship game or this season that's been predicated on you know playing close and winning close games and certain miracle finishes if all of that ends with a loss to your biggest rivals at home like that's objectively the funniest timeline and that's what i'm hoping to see
0: yeah you'll probably always see the funniest thing possible within the Vikings, but uh i think there's so many funny implications here like the there's some sort i don't know if you call it a rivalry because the niners have had the better of the packers but there is some sort of revenge factor even in that packers niners game if that's how it plays out given the playoff history between them um if anyone holds a grudge, and maybe it's kind of a jerk, it'd be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So for him, there's maybe something personal there. Um, I mean, maybe the defense is getting right at the right time. I think from there's some kind of interesting things from the Vikings perspective. If they get into the second round, like you would have, there should be some pressure off you actually if you go to San Francisco. Obviously, there's pressure on a playoff game, it's going to matter no matter what. But there is something about someone coming into your stadium and, and blown you out, right? Yeah. Or like or beating you, however sure. you want to see it. Yep. It's yep. also funny to think back, there was so much attention on the Niners, because they're they're one of the they're probably the only good NFC team the Vikings haven't played. But they did do those joint practices. And again, this was a long time ago. Trey Lance was the big story, right? People bust in from Marshall to go see him. But there's so much attention because it was Kyle Shanahan, because it was how does O'Connell's offense, this McVay scheme, go against this really good Niners defense, Smash Bros. football, all this. Like a lot of people came out and saw that team live. And that's probably the preseason game if you're going to pay attention to any of them that you did. Uh, because of the hype around the season right people love going out to camp or whatever so it's a weird full circle there if you play the niners it's also and then obviously it goes back to the playoff game they played a few years ago but then there's also kind of the full circle against the packers it's one to one who wins the rubber match so either way like i think if the i mean the worst thing possible is that the vikings just get beat in the first round soundly but it would be unsatisfying if you left the viking season going we never knew what this team really was were they fraudulent were they How much was this luck? How much was the schedule they played? Um, How much were they just carried by Justin Jefferson alone, right? And I think you're just going to get answers. And even going back to O'Connell, we're talking about him as a play caller, first-year coach. You're going to get answers on everything because of how this will play out, right? Like, Debo's going to push him as a coach. Um, If they get to the second round, you'll kind of see how they go against the Shanahan defense and the Shanahan scheme. Or conversely, you'd see which team is actually better between the Vikings and Packers because you'll get a third sample, right? And so... Um, assuming that the playoffs kind of stay where they are and this, there's no guarantees given we were talking about, there's still an outside chance the Vikings were to the second seed. There's a chance the Packers aren't involved in the playoffs, but if they play out as we kind of project here, um, the most positive thing to get out of it is you'll get an answer about the Vikings. And that does matter in the first year. Of For sure.
1: And I think we joked about it. Like <clears throat> it was either a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Like the funniest thing also would be that the Vikings just win the Super Bowl, and we look back on them and being like, were they even good? Like, yeah, are they even a team?" Yeah. Because like we are now in 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 week eighteen, and it's become kind of a joke, kind of a bit. Like, is this team very good? Yeah. I I I don't know. Like I I, I think they've proven in these one score games. And if the game's close, they're going to pull it out so many times that I don't think we can just consider it all luck anymore. Um, But there's, there are obvious, you know, red flags with this team and they continue to show themselves here in in the penultimate week of the season. Mm -hmm. And and to your point, we're not going to learn anything in the last week of the season. Like if we, if the Vikings go beat the bears soundly, it's like, okay, good job. You did your, you did what you're supposed Mm -hmm. to do. Or there's a world in which Kevin O'Connell says, "I just watched my starting right tackle suffer a big calf injury. I don't know his availability. Yeah. I'm shutting the guys down. Like we'll we'll take the three seed and we want to get healthy for for the first week of the playoffs. Like that's a possibility too. Remember, uh, you go you 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 referenced the joint the joint practices. The Vikings did not play anyone in the preseason. Like the, yeah. the healthiness of the team. Like if we want to talk about proving yourself in the preseason or ones against ones, like. We saw that most in the joint practices. We did not see that in preseason games. We've seen with this group, um, albeit one year of a sample size, like they will err on the side of caution with injury. Um, It would not surprise me if the Vikings rusted a lot of starters in in Chicago next week. On that playing surface in a game that, yes, it, it matters to a degree because there is the possibility that San Francisco loses to the Cardinals but i think if you're being realistic if you're a head coach and then you're looking at what just happened you just lost austin slotman i know he's the backup center but it, it's the principle the of it, that right yeah. yeah yeah like the the principle of like that can happen to anyone um you lost austin slotman for the year and Brian o'neill is going to be out for an unknown amount of time with that calf injury i i might be inclined to shut it down um which you know to kind of close the loop on this you didn't really learn a lot about this team, you know, heading into the playoffs. Um, the last thing we're going to remember is the 41 points allowed to the Packers at Lambeau field. When you had a chance to end their season.
0: Yeah. I, the Chicago game's interesting because I think like the hardcore football person would go, if you have a chance at team CD, take it. Cause, cause you do have a better odds of beating the Niners in Minnesota than, than Santa Clara out, you know, out there. And so, Uh, You know, I think, having said that, the injury thing is real. And part of me was almost hoping, just for, like, Justin Jefferson's sake, I know he wants to break records, but you're still, so you had 15 yards, you're, what, 193 from Calvin Johnson, and and 2,000 seems pretty out of reach. Um, Part of it is, like, just let him be. Like, don't have a shoulder injury here. Don't have him take a weird hit. You're not really sure what he's going to give you in the playoffs. Um, I think they need to make a hard decision as in like roll out Mullins in the first sequence, right? Or it's cousins is out there and you're trying to win. Um, I think I'm with you. I think it's the health matters so much. And you just see, I mean, I think it's very weird that, that there are playing surfaces like this in the NFL, right? Given it's, professional sports we talked about this going all the way way back to Washington but we know what Chicago's gonna be it's gonna be worse than Green Bay's that Monday night game I've never seen a field that's green on either side and was like brown up the middle it looked like lawn yeah it looked like lawn that you didn't like 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 your sprinklers out or something you know, you know like it's soldier field and the Chicago Bears in the NFL um, I think I think that's an important consideration the problem is they didn't really tip their hand in this game, if anything, they kind of suggested that they would go for it because Cousins was out there for that second sequence, right? If, if Cousins disappears in the fourth quarter, you go, I think we know what they're doing. But given how much emphasis they've had on health, it's not just um, what they did in the preseason, which looks really smart now. There's probably some advanced medical stuff. There's rest days. We know, for example, they go through walkthroughs sometimes because it affects when the media is allowed in the locker room and stuff, right? So, like, there's times that they're not in pads. Um, I don't even think they used all their padded practices going back to the preseason. I think they would use, like, 11 to 16. So, my inclination is to think maybe you see this game. Um, having said that, it's just, like, part of me is, like, the hardwired football person goes, we could get a home playoff game. Um I think it's actually a more interesting storyline than I thought before we kind of discussed this, but they have to make a hard decision. I don't think you split the baby, right? You have to either roll out Mullins initially, or if Cousins is out there, you're going to go try win the game. For sure.
1: Certainly something to follow this week. And I'm sure like, obviously this is going to be addressed, but I agree with you. You can't do both. Like do one or the other bench, everyone play the backups. Jalen Naylor had his first touchdown of the, of of his career.
0: He's so fast
1: so fast everyone celebrating like give that guy a chance to kind of shine at soldier field or play everyone um but you have to make a decision i think right now um, as we kind of talk through this and 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 think out loud i would rest everyone um i would say the chances of san francisco losing to the cardinals are low um the chances are higher that someone important suffers an injury. Um, We saw it. We saw it on the field this week. We saw, you know, Brian O'Neill. We're going to have to now monitor his availability moving forward because, and and obviously, like, the Vikings had something to play for in that game. No one is going to criticize the Vikings for for rolling out the important players at Lambeau Field, but I think that should give you some pause to, okay, is this worth it? We have one home playoff game. Um, we kind of squandered our chances at that with our performance in green Bay. Is it worth the health of others, uh, other important players on the team to kind of move forward and operate? Like we still can get the two seed when we kind of just pissed it away. So,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I think you have to look at it as, this is a, I call it a dose of reality when I wrote about it. Um, they have to accept this. They have to treat it like it's that Dallas game. Remember at the Dallas game and you had the, the Patriots coming in like four, four days later. They accepted those results, and I think that was so important for them, that they could move on from it, prepare for New England. They need to do the same thing, and it's that much harder at this point in the season and being in Green Bay against the Packers. They have to accept they got walloped, just walloped. It wasn't the field. They got outplayed, and I think part of accepting that is we seeded the two seed, and I think – I'm with you. I think it's just – the Chicago game is what it is. It's their fault. They have a stadium that doesn't have real grass in it or or it has real grass, I guess, but it doesn't have like a playable surface. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of me goes, you got to think big picture here. Yeah, for sure.
1: When we come back, I want to kind of break down, you know, what, what concerns us moving forward about this team? Obviously the loss to green Bay yesterday, not good. Um, I also think there are plays in that game that obvious if, if that happens to any team in the playoffs they're going to lose um mm-hmm. it's, it's not as bad as the dallas game in the sense i don't feel like the vikings got thoroughly dominated at yeah. every facet. it um it was a lot of weird plays here and there um so we'll kind of end this podcast with more of a you know a silver lining look at the future um when we come back